Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. I Love a Mystery A Carlton E. Morse audio novel Featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie, specialists in crime and adventure. Now following the northwest trail of a missing millionaire, a killer cougar, and the Phantom Castle. This is Fred Foy introducing Jim Harmon's presentation of Les Tremaine and Tony Clay in an original Carlton Morse thriller, The Fear That Creeps Like a Cat. Seven o'clock in the morning in the Phantom Castle on an unidentified island somewhere off the west coast of Canada. Jack, Doc, and Reggie are prisoners of Richard Cooper, who uses human guinea pigs in his scientific research into the realm of fear and terror. Last night, they met Cooper's assistant, Dr. Thorne, who told them that they were to be used in combination with mountain lions for the purpose of further research into the field of human terror. The manner and method of the experiment have not been revealed. All that seems certain is that Doc is to be the first victim and that he is to face whatever is in store for him 32 hours from midnight last night. Now at 7 o'clock this morning, seven of those precious hours are gone. Hey, Jack, Reggie, you folks awake? What's the matter, Doc? You know what them sippy cats done to me last night? No, what? Well, wait till I get my shoes on. I'll come in and tell you. There. Morning, Doc. Listen to my footsteps, will you? Every time I walk around in here, I feel like I'm in a big auditorium. Well, it's big enough for an auditorium. What's your trouble? Well, you think there's trouble? Well, because you're up and dressed at 7 in the morning, that isn't natural. Well, Jack, you know what that passel of polecats done to me last night? After we went to bed, every hour, all night long, one of them guards come in and woke me up it made me give him one of my poker chips. What's that? I swear to my grandma, he did. But I don't get it. What is the object? Didn't say. Just come in every hour and took one of them poker chips. You get it, Jack? Yes, I'm afraid I do. Then do a little explaining, will you? You came up to bed last night at midnight with 32 chips you won in the poker game. That's right. And each chip represented an hour. Yeah, 32 chips, 32 hours I had to go until they're going to perform some kind of experiment on me, according to Cooper. Well, don't you see... Each hour they took a chip away from you, one of your hours gone, how many chips you got left? I don't know. I'll go get them and look. But, Jack, that's childish. What's Cooper's objection? Not so childish. Cooper knows his psychology. 
He's trying to create fear in Doc. Oh, look here. He knows that watching those chips disappear one by one, actually seeing his numbered hours slipping away, will have a much more potent effect on Doc's nerves. Hold it. It's coming back. Yeah, they took seven chips away during the night. That leaves me 25. Silliest darn thing I've heard of yet. Taking a chip every hour when they could just as well be taking all seven of them this morning. Didn't bother you any, though. Well, it made me pretty darn sore, him awaking me up that way. When you reckon they'll uh, call us down to breakfast to bring us something up here, whatever they do for eat. Doc? Yeah? Look here, old fella. Do you quite realize what those 25 chips represent? Sure, 25 hours I got left. Well, you're taking it with bally little concern. Huh? Hey, Jack, uh, what's eating Reggie? Uh, a little on the nervy side this morning. Certainly I'm on the nervy side. I didn't sleep well, and if you ask me, I think it's time we got out of this place. No. Yes, I do. Well, how do you suggest we go about it? I don't care. Let's do something. Oh, shucks now, Reggie. Don't you getting all upset and stuff. And as for you, Doc... You're crazy as the rest of these bally maniacs around here. Yeah. Hold us on. Well, you are playing poker for your life and then accepting the outcome as though you were paying off with toothpicks. Reggie, you're in exactly the frame of mind Cooper was hoping for. I don't care. You're playing right into his hands. He's interested in the fear complexes. Now, if you work up a good crop of hysteria, you're liable to be the next experiment instead of Doc here. Yeah, and we can't have that, Reggie. All right, let them. I'm ready for any bloody experiment they can work up. Reggie, you're going to give us trouble. Cooper's interested in scaring his man. If Doc doesn't scare, he hasn't got any experiment. You, uh, you're not afraid, Doc. Well, up to now, I ain't seen nothing to be scared of. But, uh, but the whole valley atmosphere of this place... Sure, it smells like some decayed slaughterhouse. But what the heck? The beds are good, food ain't bad. Those chips they keep taking from you... The hour's growing shorter. Just plain silly. Well, if Doc isn't concerned, I don't know why I should be. Now you're talking. You're kind of on the young side yet. When you've done as much waiting for the worst to happen as me and Jack has done, well... I suppose I look pretty silly to you, too. You're doing all right. Besides, son, looky, 25 whole hours to go. Well, heck, that's practically a whole lifetime. More things can happen in the next 25 hours than you could write in a dozen books. Quite. Well, look now, if everybody's dressed and everything, how about us kicking up a fuss and see if we can't get something to eat? Just a minute, first start. Reggie, do you give us your word? About what, Jack? That you won't in any way give Cooper the idea that you're frightened? If you say so. I do say so. It's important. Righto. All right, then. Let's see what... Hey, here, here's somebody. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, if it ain't the old poker player himself. How are you, Cooper? Oh, dear me. <laughs> so bright and cheerful this morning. Of course I am. Why not? Yes, and I see by my watch that it's time you, you turned over another of those chips to me. <laughs> yeah, another hour gone, sure enough. <laughs> I'm afraid it has. Well, then I reckon I got to kiss another old chip goodbye. Here you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, look, Cooper. How about you and me playing another game of poker tonight? What's that? Yeah, my stack of chips is kind of dwindling. How about giving me another chance to build it up again? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm afraid not. No, huh? No, couldn't do that. <laughs> You're much too good a poker player. Oh, so you admit I'm too good for you. Well, you were last night. I was lucky to keep your pile down to 32 chips. <laughs> your problem in psychology isn't working out very well, is it, Cooper? 
Uh, Hackard, I was wondering whether you weren't going to speak to me this morning. I said your problem in psychology. Yes, I heard you. Doc's got a lot of weaknesses, but one of them isn't an overactive imagination. Yes, I'm beginning to find that out. What do you mean, I ain't got no imagination? In this case, it's to your advantage, Doc. Yeah? Yes. If you were highly imaginative, you should be in a sweat of fear about now, with all the hocus-pocus Cooper here is set up to work on you. Yeah? Doggone, Cooper, that's a shame, wasting all your time like this. <laughs> Don't mind me. If I could find a man with a complete lack of fear, I haven't done so badly. It will make an interesting note in the appendix of my treatise. Huh? What's he saying? <laughs> Looks like there ought to be an interesting note in his appendix. Appendix, huh? So he says. Well, I'll tell him one thing. He won't like me in this appendix. He's got to need an appendectomy the minute he puts me there. <laughs> you see, Cooper, he's scared to death. Uh, senseless conversation. Senseless. What's the matter with you, Mr. York? I say... Hunger. What about some breakfast? Bit mirrors, aren't you, young man? Quite. Always out of temper before I've had my coffee. Yeah, when do we eat? Food. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Food. But I came up to see if you wouldn't like a little exercise before breakfast. What sort of exercise? Walk about the island. Well, that's not a bad idea. Yes, you've had little opportunity of seeing anything but the inside of the castle so far. You mean you'll take us across the moat out of the main part of the island? Yes, that was my thought. Good. Let's go. Yes, what? just just a minute. <laughs> You'll allow me to slip on the handcuffs first. Well, what's that for? You said there was absolutely no way for us to escape from the island. Yeah, you said we'd be killed if we tried to cross the reef that circles around this island. True, true. But you might try it just the same. Well, that would be our hard luck, wouldn't it? No, no, no. Three fine specimens. <laughs> Mustn't take a chance of losing any of you. Besides, once out into the fresh air, you might take it into your hands to attack me. Oh, that'd be silly if we couldn't escape from the island. Nevertheless, you might do it. And I'm too old a man to be knocked about. Put your hands behind you, gentlemen. No, I absolutely refuse. Yeah. Yeah, now, that's not at all friendly. I tell you, I won't. Not under any circumstances. <laughs> What's the matter, boy? Reggie. Yes, Jack. Put your hands behind you. Put your hands behind you. Quite. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, that's better. <laughs> no use to clench your fists like that. <laughs> there. Now, Mr. Long. Sure. Clip them on. It's getting so I don't feel natural without these here cuffs on. Now, you, Packard. Go ahead. But, Jack, we could have bashed this chappy right here and now. You think so? Look at the guard at the door. Yeah, and that elephant gun of his would have blow a hole in you so big. Yes, yes. Friendliness, good feeling. <laughs> uh, that's the spirit. Now then, are we ready? Yeah, come on. Let's get started on this sightseeing tour. Very well, gentlemen. <laughs> Follow me. Now then, down these stairs to the drawbridge. <laughs> there now. Open the door, guard. Dr. Thorne will be waiting for us on the other side of the drawbridge. Follow me, please. This Dr. Thorne fellow gonna take this sightseeing trip with us? Oh, yes. How about Linda Joyce? 
No. Hey, what you leaving her out for? Don't she like to go for walks before breakfast, too? Now then, gentlemen, we'll lower the drawbridge. Yeah, yeah, there she comes. Yeah, but what started? What's making it come down? No, 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 you don't. That's my secret. There now, we can cross. Doggone, crossing the drawbridge out of our honest-to-goodness castle. Wonder how many other folks in our generation's done that. Interesting, huh? Huh, Reggie? I suppose so. Hey, Red, snap out of it. No, let me alone. Okay, fella. There now. That brings us across. And there is Dr. Thorne waiting for us. Yeah. Hey, look, Cooper. I just happened to think of something. Well? You didn't answer my question a while ago. Yeah, didn't I? No. I asked you if that Linda Joyce gal wouldn't like to walk with us. Yes, I know you did. Well, wouldn't you? Young man, I'm afraid you'll see very little of Linda Joyce in the future. What do you mean by that, Cooper? I just discovered an interesting fact about Linda. Yeah? What? That that young woman got into my good graces for no other purpose than to discover the whereabouts of Alexander Archer. Alexander Archer? You mean Linda's on our side? She was hunting the Archer, too? Yes, yes. <laughs> too bad, too. <laughs> A very beautiful young woman. What you mean, too bad? Oh, too bad for her. <laughs> Excellent for me. Women make wonderful specimens for my work in fear hysteria. Yes, yes. Wonderful specimens. <laughs> Adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie have come to you in I Love a Mystery. Created and written by Carlton E. Morse. Scripts copyrighted by Morsel Co. Incorporated. Produced and directed by story editor Jim Harmon. Featuring Les Tremaine as Jack Packard and Tony Clay as Doc Long. Consultants Frank Brzee and David Lloyd. Your announcer, Fred Foy. This presentation has come from Hollywood. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.